Good afternoon, Joshua Mendes. Good afternoon, Ethan Cowiers. And uh, thank you for having me in your friend's house <laughs> in, in Brisbane. In Brisbane. In Brisbane. We're in a uh, sunny Brisbane. What has it got to be? 30 Celsius. I've got no idea how, what the temperature is, but I've just driven from the Sunshine Coast and yeah. I've popped in to do a little podcast in this beautiful backyard. Uh, Honestly, beautiful. It is a beautiful backyard. Yeah. You can't see it because this is just an audio medium. But uh, if you could, we're sitting in the palms, in in the shade at the back, looking at beautiful flowers, butterflies, uh, a beehive that's tucked away under some ferns. Um, oh, it's just beautiful. Looking at the back of a Queenslander. This really is a bit of an Aussie experience, isn't it? Look at that. Sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, um, I've been in Queensland for a couple of weeks now. And uh, Ethan and Margot came up last week. On Wednesday. Um, and yeah, but uh, don't really want to... Well, what I want to talk about is something to do with uh, the journey, but uh, something very specific. Um, and I brought it to Ethan's attention just before, because it's something that was pressing for me and I wanted to talk about it. Uh, so... My oh shit, your laptop's going. Uh, so my girlfriend Katarina did not want me to bring this up in <laughs> in any sort of conversation, let alone on the podcast. But I'm disobeying her wishes and I'm releasing it to the world, whether she listens to this or not. <laughs> I, I don't. I'll, I, I won't know. Or I'm pretty sure she won't listen to this, so it's all good. So yeah, it's something that I wanted to talk to Ethan about. Uh, so. We picked Ethan and Margot up from the airport last week and we went for, so we, we went, it was like sort of 30 minutes out of the way to go to where they wanted to go and then we went and got breakfast and then afterwards we have to drive another sort of 30 minutes to drop them off and um, and then a few hours later Katarina just said to me, oh do you mind, I just want to say something, I feel like uh, it was interesting that Margot and Ethan didn't pay for our breakfast because after we, after we generously gave them a lift, and I'm like, yeah, and I said, oh yeah, to be honest, I, like this is true. I, I didn't even think about it myself. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, like I'm like, oh yeah, uh, I didn't even think of it because uh, I don't, I didn't really expect anything from them in that situation. Also, I don't expect anything from them generally because I know that it's not something that they i don't know how to how to say it kindly but it's not it's not a it's not like a yeah a point that they often make which is not to say they're bad people because they're generous in many other ways but money isn't the at the top of the list so yeah and yeah we didn't really talk about it for too long but then i ruminated on it a little bit longer and also because things have been coming up recently for me with money and my perspective on money and I wanted to talk about it with you, Ethan, and see what it's like to hear that, I guess, people were a little bit frustrated with your actions or, I guess, le lack of um, reciprocity. Repro repros what is it? Um, or, or, like, reaper... Reciprocity? Recipro is it reciprocity? I have Reci no idea if that's a word. <laughs> reciproc like reciprocal inhib inhibition. So, it's, yeah, reciprocity, yeah. I guess it would be. Okay. I think. Uh, like um, like generosity with money to then give it back equally or something. Like yeah, as I guess. Yeah. Well, I, I, like that's the just the expectation. You know, that's that's what, what people expect or what we expected. And it's not necessarily the way I'd like to go about things. But, yeah, that's... That was an expectation that we had, um, which I think it, is fair. We didn't even go into mm. it with the expectation, but but in 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 our minds, in hindsight, we were like, oh yeah, that was an expectation that we had, and it wasn't met, and we're and we were both curious as to why, like how minds are different, because in our, if we were both in the situation, we would almost feel, I don't know. We would feel like this is something we have to do. We needed to go over and above. I don't know whether it's the cultural differences, which is which could be an interesting discussion to have. 
you know, Jew- Jewish background and her Greek and maybe for us, it's like we go over and above. If someone does something for us, it's like our parents told us, oh, you got to do something back. You got to give back. Not that that's a good thing. It might, that can, that can potentially lead to a lot of suffering. But yeah, interesting to hear your thoughts. So, um, when you just mentioned this before, before we start the podcast and I, um, I was the same as you, like it didn't even pass through my mind, mm. uh, at the moment, uh, it didn't pass through my mind, but I actually will mention that, I, uh, I remember walking up to the counter or was it being like, Oh, we're going to get this, this and this. Um, okay. I went up and ordered and then I came back and then you guys were like, Oh yeah, wait, wait, you didn't order for us. And I was like, oh, no. And I remember in that moment being like, ah, oh, shit, like, yeah, maybe I should have ordered for you guys. Um, I felt like, eh, yeah. But then it was kind of like fleeting and then it kind of left. Um, but I do feel, I did, f- you know what? We're getting to a point now. I feel like I'm getting to a point where I can feel that energy. And I, f- in reflection, I felt that energy from um, Katarina for... Mm-hmm. I think the rest of the time I could tell there was something up. Interesting. Yeah. I, was I was so caught up with Darius. I, I, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And, um, so, and then the next thing I want to say is how instantly apologetic I am or feeling like I wish to show my gratitude and apologies for not having met the expectations in that moment, because I feel so strongly about you being, arguably my best friend if not not one of my best friends and having a lot of respect for who Katarina is as well because I just have a lot of respect for the person that she is um also just through affiliation with you and how I would then love to you know come and pay it back and like cook a meal for you guys or come over and shout you something maybe not as much shout you something because I feel like it's I would rather cook something um and then there's, that maybe leads on to my next point that um, I personally feel frugal with money at this point and have mm. for some years, particularly with Margot as well. And Margot, having met her and she's put herself through university here in a foreign country. She's from Peru originally. Um, she's smart with money seemingly. She knows how to save a lot of it. She has saved enough to have a deposit for a house. Um, I've helped her with that. She runs a pretty successful business that I am also involved in now, but she's very particular with money. Mm. She counts dollars. She crunches numbers in order to, you know, get to the next thing. Um, Is that the best way to put it? Like, yeah, she, she is very careful and frugal with money. So... Um, it's hard to know where, you know, what to talk about with this because it's, for me, I feel like there are, there are deeper principles. Like there are a few layers Mm. that might be hard for me to identify as connected to this stuff. But for when I start talking about different elements of me with finances, Margaret with finances, and you prompting me, you then start to make a bit more of an idea or, or cast more light onto, oh, that makes a bit more sense why you guys are like that and why it wasn't mm. even something that you almost made a conscious decision about. Mm. Um, one of them, I don't know, this just comes to my mind. So yesterday was Margot's birthday. Mm. And we, you know, she went and exercised in the morning and... Um, I went and said, hey, Moni, what are we going to do? Let's have Peruvian food today. We can either go to a food truck or we can go and actually buy the ingredients to make Peruvian food. And we ended up being like, it's so fucking hot. Let's just go buy the ingredients and come back, blah, blah, blah. So we went out, went to this international grocer, spent $25 on some mayonnaise and some Peruvian spice, went back to a fish store, spent $50 on Snapper, then went to Woolworths and picked up another $40 worth of ingredients to then make a bunch of Peruvian food and stuff like that. And I, because I'm staying in Rodrigo and Monty's house, we don't want to just leech off them. We went to buy things, even at the supermarket the night before. 
and I felt very happy to come back and cook a bunch of food for them. Um, I don't know why I really wanted to talk about that to see if you had any questions about me and or us doing that yesterday and if that's weird relating to how we didn't pay for you guys having your breakfast is there any hang on so you paid for all of that food you're saying yeah yesterday okay yeah and so we've been invited like latinos in general are just very generous mm. and what margot mentions to me is that they will offer a lot without asking for anything back mm. we've come to stay at rodrigo Moni's house they said you want to dig into the fridge? Dig into the fridge. Mikasa Sukasa. Mm. Uh, Rodrigo's giving me beers every night. We're drinking his tequila. Um, making coffee in the morning. Like, it's all off the back of their stuff. I definitely feel more comfortable to go buy things as well. So, for Margot and I to have. But it does... Yeah, it does feel like it's only particular special occasions that, we, that I feel like will shout people things. Which sounds bullshit anyway, because you guys picked us up from the airport. Why shouldn't we have shouted you guys breakfast? Well, I mean, there's no reason why you should have shouted us breakfast. And the, the, the other point I wanted to make was that you said that South Americans tend to do things without asking for anything in return. But I, I wonder if the key point is asking but how often would they think, like, oh, we did so much for these, because we did so much for these people, well, they're just going to leave and not do anything yeah. for yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, I like that. I love that you say that, because yeah. I think about that. They're not very they're, communicative. Yeah, they're, they're, just, not, they're not a communicative people, are I, they? Yeah, I now, think about that a lot. You, Because you, if it was up to Katerina, there's no way she would have let me bring this up with you. But because I, I, I don't, yeah, hate bec that. Because I want to communicate about it. Me too. I thought it would be good to bring it up with you um but if you if i never brought it up that's what you would have said about us you would have been like oh yeah they did this for us without expecting anything back because uh, we never i never would have brought it up you know yeah and so he's just like i mean I, I know it's just talk but honestly if i was already up here with the volvo and you were flying up you were like, hey, would you mind picking me up from the airport? Like, I'll just do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I know, I know you would. Yeah. yeah. For me, I'm like, yeah, I'm the one who's got the car um, driving around wherever in Brisbane. It's a vacation. Like, we're not... I don't have anywhere to be on mm. any particular day. Like, I'd happily take you somewhere. Um, um, well, I... Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say if you, if you get biased now that we've had this conversation that if it was... Okay, roles reversed. I pick you guys up from the airport and then we go out... <sighs> to a place to get some breakfast, um, I would be happy to pay for my food. Mm. It wouldn't really pass through my mind. I'd go and buy some fruit salad. I'd pay for my coffee. And I'd just be like, yeah, chill. Well, I guess you, you know, the saying, you treat others how you want to be treated yourself. And it doesn't just apply to the bad things. You know, you don't just treat others badly because you treat yourself badly. But in, you know, in the good things, if... If you, if you wouldn't, if you wouldn't shout, if you were in the same situation mm -hmm. and you wouldn't expect to be paid for, then yeah, why the hell would you expect, why would the hell would you pay for someone else in the exact same situation? You know, you, it, it, it sort of makes sense. Like you wouldn't expect it to be, to happen to you. So why would you do it for someone else? But then on the other hand, it's like you got two people, which I want to dissect by the way, that for some reason, have these expectations that if I was in that situation, um, I would uh, I would definitely pay for the other person. Um, it's it's an it's it's it makes you yeah it, it well it changes everything and I'm sure there's other things that we would be different on where you would place different expectations uh, or on yourself um, in certain situations. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is just a thought and a question to you. I would feel very ready to like cook up a meal and even go mm. buy fruit and cut up a bunch of fruit salad 
for a particular setting for us. Which you have done on multiple occasions. I guess I have done, yeah. And yeah. for me, it's more the gesture of I could go out and spend $30 on fruit, like maybe already made up fruit salad, but I almost like the the offer of coming back with the fruit, mm. but then making a point to cut it up and pair it prepare it myself for that particular mm. instance. Me like, look, this is me showing that I it's worth not only the fruit itself, but to come and prepare it for you and prepare a meal for you guys. Well, that's an interesting thing you brought up because it's fascinating how different people find different ways to be generous. And by in doing that, seemingly you're you're not generous because the other it's like I'm expect because because my way of being generous is usually money. That's my way of being generous usually. Yeah, right. So when you don't reciprocate that, then I f- I'm like, oh, Ethan's not jealous. Uh, sorry, Ethan's not generous because he's not generous yeah. in the way I see generosity. But then if I can widen my lens a little bit and be like, hang on a second, the way he the way he expresses his generosity has nothing to do with money at all. It's more about effort. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, effort is a big more, thing. It's more me. about effort. Yeah. So, but then I'm the I'm there like because I don't express generosity that way. I don't care if he shows me effort. I want money. <laughs> um, what was it? Again? I just had something to put back to that. Um, effort. Ah, so you know the pod. So us doing this podcast. Mm. You've gone and bought the audio equipment. Mm. Um, you've paid for Podbean. Mm. Um, you've paid. Audacity's free. Audacity's free, yeah. Yeah, the software that we're recording this on. Um, you've gone and bought a camera, which mm. arguably could end up being for your own personal use more so, or whatever. I mean, who cares? Hasn't um, seen my house hasn't, many, many days. It hasn't really seen It's just sitting in my living room. Hey, I hope, I hope it's still there. <laughs> uh, I hope no one's broken into my house. That would suck. Um, my, when I think about that, and I do consider it at moments, I think about how I want to put back in effort to creating the uh, explanations and summaries and titles for the recordings that we do that I'm happy every time really, like even right now, it's, it's, it's on my laptop this time, the recording, mm. to take it, upload it to Podbean, create the explanation for it. What would you do? The, what would it be called? The, Bi- the, the bio, the, whatever. Uh, the description. The description um, to then also go on PowerPoint, create the Instagram post for it, um, to find ways to then market it on... I mean, I'm honestly excited to find different platforms to actually put the exposure on. That, to me, I'm like, I want to do those things because that's me being like, I, I want to get this out there and show that the effort that you've put in to even purchasing a lot of the equipment, if I can do anything, if, if not just pay a lot of it back or pay you know my half of it back, then it's also... Um, market it and actually put in my effort to what I think this podcast is worth. Yeah. And then without any clear communication about it, it ends up me being generous with money and I'm like, I'm putting so much money into this. Why isn't Ethan putting any money into it? And then you're, you're, you're saying to yourself, I'll put, I'm putting so much effort into this podcast. Why the fuck, why the fuck isn't Mendy's putting any effort into it? I, I, we're just yeah. not meeting in the middle if there's no communication. I'll, and I'll communicate with you. Like those thoughts do pass through my mind. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I am happy to know or to remind myself of what you're talking about Mm. that you like so i'll be honest like you know this morning when we weren't communicating well about where to meet up for the podcast or Mm. and maybe we were being i was thinking about i'm like it it really is a fucking drag for him to come and pick us up to take us to university of queensland we thought we were going to do this podcast in the university of queensland Mm. because i wanted to go check it out and the anatomy labs there and stuff and it was just going to be by chance like Mm. it's just going to work and then ask you to drive us to Redcliffe again. And you were just probably thinking, yeah, okay, get the fuck out of here. Like you guys are push, really pushing the envelope. Um, but my frustrations with it were like, when you were like, oh, I don't want to come to some stranger's house and do the recording there. I don't feel comfortable. I'm like, dude, like you're making this more of a pain in the ass than it has to be. Just come to the fucking place. I'll, you know, we'll set it up. We just have to literally sit down somewhere. Like you and I just even need to meet somewhere. And we've got friends that we're staying with. Like, you know, if they're out friends and they're your friends and blah 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 and then i started 
eventually to pull, you know, pull my head out of my ass thinking, man, Mendes is going doing his own thing. He's on his own vacation. He's going to meet me somewhere. Why does it have to be anything, any more work than, uh, than that for him? He's got the podcasting equipment. Like Mm. it's just meet somewhere in the middle, which ultimately was the backyard of this house. And it doesn't need to be any work, more work for either one of us. And Margaret and I can go to the university another day and who gives a shit. Mm. Um, I, yeah. I mean, even thinking back to this whole thing, when we first started talking about this topic, it's like the, the, um, title for this podcast should almost just be like expectations. Mm. Yeah. And and the differences in expectations. I think about that with Cyrus. Yeah. Yeah. To me, Cyrus is like a, one for one, one yeah, for one kind right. of guy. Very, uh, oh fuck, what what's one? Um, very like I, if you buy that, I will buy this. Uh, that's not a good example, but he's very like, uh, I'm getting. Uh, I'll have to have a think about an example like that. But it it really is a much of like a one for one thing. Um, how are we dividing this? It's kind of, it's always a conversation for Cyrus. It's like, I think he, he's even more frugal at moments. He's like, how are we dividing this situation for us all to walk away with the exact fair? Monetarily, is it always? Or, or he uh, adds other factors into it as well? I'd say mainly monetarily. Yeah. But maybe this is not fair because I feel like there are, I get the feeling there've been other moments where He's gone out of his out of his way to pay for the tickets for something, initially, and then he's like, "Oh, just you know, pay me back in the next week." Mm. And there's something else. There's something about doing that, which is, and you do that. Yeah, I, I'm a bit like that. You're like would, that. Yeah, that I have respect for that, because I don't have always the comfort of having money, or the feeling with my money to just be that generous. Because I feel like I'm going out on a limb and being like, oh, what if I don't get paid back? And it's a weird thought that crosses my mind. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting... How I'm like that. Like when you said the one for one, I'm like, fuck yeah, that that resonates with me a lot because whenever I've bought you anything, I'm usually like on your case to Get send the... it back in some way or I, I'm not because I feel guilty. About, uh, sometimes I feel guilty about it because I get the feeling that you don't appreciate being hounded. And I guess... No, I can see. It's not... No, I don't think I would... Have I ever had a reaction? Maybe it's been an unconscious one where I've sensed something. Where you've said something? Where I've sensed something. Because I I feel like if you were to chase something up, I'd be thinking fair enough. Um, But I would be wanting to communicate with you about where I am with finances at that Mm. moment. To then have the freedom of like, oh, I've got, I'm getting paid from this thing now. I'm uh, there. You go there. I'm happy to send that money back to you now. Yeah. Well, this is the conversation I sort of wanted. I wanted it to go in this direction, and I feel like when I'm feeling abundant, yeah, I'm not as one for one. I'm not. I, I don't feel like I need to chase up money. I'm just like, yeah, the money will come to me when it needs to, and I end up having a lot of money when having a lot more money when I'm doing that and life ends up being awesome for the most part. And then when yeah. I'm feeling scarce, uh, I become like that. I become, uh, ch- I'm chasing, I'm chasing money. I need everything to be even. Uh, and perhaps, perhaps when we went for breakfast, cause I wasn't thinking about it at all. Maybe I wasn't in a scarcity mindset at that stage, and I wasn't thinking, "Oh, I'm doing this, so we need. Uh, I'm paying for petrol, so he needs to. He should pay for breakfast." I, I was, I wasn't thinking about it. But then later on, when it started to come into it, maybe Katarina had a little bit of an influence over me. Maybe I looked at my bank account. Maybe some, you know, 
crypto was, I don't know, something happened. Mm. And then such a, a, a subtle shift moves me from abundant, from gratitude to chasing. Um, and then I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like this guy needs to give me money back and he needs to give it to me now. Uh, and I feel like that's a thing in my life that's pretty prominent operating out of that scarcity mindset where it's like what I have is not enough. Yeah, I resonate with that. Um, but it's interesting that our expressions of scarcity seem to be very different. And it'll be interesting to, talk, to go into that. Yeah, um, I resonate with you on this, that I get the sense I'm operating in a scarcity mode, if I could call it that, in a mode of scarcity, in a mentality of scarcity that I have this figure of $20,000 by the time we go to Asia that I would like to have in my bank account. You know, what's, savings. you know what's fucked? I lost $20,000 two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was 19. Yeah, yeah. I lost two grand two days before that, so oh, let's call it 21. Okay, we'll call days. it 20. Shit, okay. Um, yeah, that doesn't, yeah, doesn't have anything to fuck that. No, 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 but it's Whatever. interesting to flesh that out. Yeah, that's funny. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. No, I wouldn't be, sorry, I, I interrupted you. I want to hear more about well, I was just going to, I was trying to touch on that, um, because I have this number that I'm working towards and don't even have any clear path to reaching by this certain date, which is what, two and a half months away? Mm. No, two, like getting closer to two and a bit months away. Um, there's no clear path to how I might reach that. Why do I even need to reach that anyway in the first place? Um, so, and this is also that I'm living with Margot, who's been obviously talking with us about how she wants to buy a house and a property. And having lived with Margot, and we have a life together now after years, and we've got Darius with us, and oh, he's, look at his little bathing suit on. That's I so cute. I can't see that far. I can't I'm wait to Pretty see. keen to have a little... He's so cute naked. Pretty keen to have a little... Look, and he's got the hat on. It's like three sizes too big. Um, Fucking idiot. Yeah, he looks so funny, dude. I love those babies, man. Um, I have these moments like you where I feel abundance and yesterday for example when I checked my bank account knowing that it was Margot's birthday I'm like I will end up either shouting and paying for everyone's Peruvian food today or I will go out and I'm happy to buy everything all the ingredients for this food and even get beers and even I don't know pay for something else it's it's a momentous occasion it's Margot's birthday once a year like you know it, it 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 calls for that or we have these expectations that this birthday calls for something like that I have those moments, but in the past, I feel like my undoing and my lack of respect with money from an early age has been what's, has been what's led me to have less and less money and then reach these moments where I'm panicking about the lack of money I have. Mm. And then meeting Margot and having a relationship with her and learning to live with her and how she looks at money and handles money has... I've, has made me feel a bit more empowered with how I should handle money and that there was definitely a frugal element to that and in that when I wish to show people gratitude I think if it's not with money what else can I do mm. because I want to show my uh, care and respect and gratitude for people and return it and be reciprocal but with money is not I mean, to me, I even have the story sometimes. I'm like, if you're just spending money, like there are better things you can give people that show more meaning. Mm. It's like almost like birthday presents. Like what is it? H having someone think about who you are and what would be worth as a gift to give them. Like, for example, I want to give Margot, she doesn't know this, but 10 training sessions where we actually allocate these 10 45 minute sessions where I get to train her mm. instead of just go out and pay for I don't know, just give her $200, $300 where she'd be like, well, thanks for the money. I'm making money. Mm. I do that every day. I'm like, yeah, but I want to give you also my skills as someone who can help you train and lose weight and get fit and healthy again after your pregnancy. Mm. So, yeah, so you dropped 20K. One. <laughs> yeah, dropped 20K. And, um, wish I had the account to do that. 
Well, it's, look, I, I actually want to be super honest about my experiences. Um, even that one. Is that a pool? Do they have a swimming pool? Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even, I didn't see it at all. What a fucking place. Um, yeah, I want to be super honest about it. Because uh, I feel like people don't talk about how much money they have. I know. You know? I, I just, I, I, I love that you want to be super honest about it. I got a lot of respect for that. Yeah, I want to remove that fucking taboo about talking about how, exactly how much money you have, how many assets, how much what assets you have yeah. and like how much money you made recently and how much you know all, all that kind of shit i want to remove yeah, all of it because i'm scared to talk about it but i want to i just want to talk about it i so let's uh i hit the way i perceive my value yep and it's monetary I, 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 when i said it just then i was talking about the way i perceive my monetary value is my bank account but then also the way i perceive my value my like my self confidence esteem is not some i wouldn't say a lot i'd say it fluctuates sometimes it's like 80 percent money sometimes it's like 20 percent money and it's 80 percent how spiritual i am or something like that um or how intelligent i am but it always varies it always varies but it can often be i i evaluate myself based on how much money i have in my bank account or uh, how much uh, how much is in the bank account, how much my stocks are worth, how much my crypto is worth. And I haven't, I've told you about this before. I, I literally have a number inside my head where I'm like, okay, that's how much I have cumulatively and that's how much I'm worth. That's my value. Mm. So that value just fluctuates all the time. I got it up to over $200,000 early, no. Yeah, early this year, I got it up to two up to two hundred thousand dollars i wasn't any i wasn't any happier but there was this sense of accomplishment that i was like that i got to 200 grand but then even when i was at 200 grand i'm like yeah but what the fuck can you do with 200 grand you can't buy a house you mm. can't it's not really a de- it's it's barely a deposit for a house or mm. um it is a deposit for a house but you don't have a job so you don't have any way to get the loan so you need to make 500 600 if you want to buy a house mm. so it was it, it wasn't enough uh my mind was still wanting more and then in that, I took time off and I um, spent spent money and I actually st- started doing badly with betting and then I took a break from betting and I started betting again. By the time I started betting, that 200 grand was down to like 130 or something like that. And then I started betting again like four months, three, four months ago now. And then that 130, I, I was losing and um, losing and spending money. So that 130 got down to like 100, uh, like like 80, 100, um, you know, two or three months ago. Then I started taking money out of stocks and crypto to fund the, the betting. Um, and then, yeah, it, sort of, it was sort of hovering around 70, 80. And then, yeah, so recently it, was, it had been 70, 80 the last couple of weeks. And then... Two days ago, I just decided to bet on basketball because I have I've had have had a little bit of success with it recently, mm. and I made five bets all worth four grand, and they all lost, and it was you know fucked up whatever, and yeah my my value in my mind went from seventy to fifty, and it was such a blow to me, such a blow to me, um, and talking about that scarcity mindset in that first few hours of me feeling into that. It's it's like fuck. I had seventy now. I got fifty. It's just not enough. I was looking at buying a new car, and I'm like, that was the new car. <laughs> that was the, that was the new car I, I, I lost. Um, yeah, and it's and then when I'm in that mindset, all this like the stuff with you comes up, and every every everybody that owes because I'm owed like thousands. 10, yeah, I'm owed thousands of dollars from different people, and then the anger starts to come in because this the scarcity it's like i don't have enough now and i need more i need to get that money back i was a 70 grand guy now i'm a 50 grand guy can i ask you a question then please please did that now that you're reflecting on this you went to a friend's house here in brisbane uh, about a week ago if not a little bit longer than a week ago or mm. maybe about a week ago now mm. um who and the person there owes you money mm. and do if you reflect on this stuff now and what has actually happened do you think that played into the interaction and how that interaction played out with that guy 
And did you feed yourself? Can I ask, like, do you get this sense that you were feeding yourself with that narrative a bit as you were having this interaction with this person that owes you money? This, like... So what do you mean? The scarcity... Yeah, and like that I've had this big chunk of money fall out. Oh no, but that was only a few was days before. ago. Yeah, sorry, that was a few days ago. Uh, okay, so but, you- but in, uh, I, I'll speak on that. Yes, this this is what happened a few days ago. But I'm down like th- tens of thousands of dollars through crypto, through stocks, and through betting yep. over the last six months. So yep. I, I I am in a scarcity mindset because I feel like I don't have enough. And, you know, other people around me are making money, buying houses, and I'm losing money. Uh, I mean, it is a bit of an assumption, isn't it? It is, of course. It's All of it's a narrative. All of it's a narrative. There's 50,000, 70,000. It makes no fucking difference to my life. No, no, no. And Mm. I'm saying even more so like the guy, the people that are apparently buying houses and making money. I know. I know. That's what Yeah, I know. All of it's it's part of a fucking narrative. Yeah. You never know what's going on behind the scenes, which is the point of the conversation. Yes. Yeah. Because you don't know how people's like you're just curious to walk around and see like this hovering number and how and you can click on that hovering number over people and it breaks down in front of you yeah. these subcategories about how their finances the, ass- the assets, assets where the money divided came up. from yeah like uh, if they've debt got they have uh, they've just received a million dollars of inheritance they've wouldn't just you love tats. i always think about that it's so funny you said that because yeah. i I'm, I'm like wouldn't that be awesome to to uh, like I, I, you just want to know, like just to be like, look, I'm, I'm just curious how we walk around here in this neighborhood and there are a bunch of houses worth one, one point five, two mil. We walk around Melbourne and it's double that, and you're just curious to look at people. Oh no, in um, fuck. So when we went to Noosa the other day, uh, Monty pulled up. It's two and a half thousand dollars to rent one of the apartments there for a week, and we we're like, hang on, how much money do the people have who are let's say you spend that on, like, you just stay there for six months. Like, who who the fuck has that kind of money to be burning two and a half grand a week? Or was it, yeah, two and a half grand a week, 10 grand a month on just rental in Noosa. And Noosa's not that, I mean, Noosa's great, but compared to on, like, a worldwide scale, like, is, is there, are there some fucking amazing places? Yeah, and it's like, awesome what kind of life are you living where you're dropping 10K on rental a week. Yeah, where's the money month, coming sorry. from? Yeah, where's the money coming from? Mm. How does that person generate that kind of money? What kind of lifestyle are they living? What are they sacrificing? Like, what are they, they, yeah, what are their aspirations with money? Are they making that money in like a way that they're proud of? Or are they are they, ignore, are they I, ignorant of in certain areas? Yeah, it's or? like, I, I mean, I'm curious to hear of people's stories, but then look at the way that those finances are actually broken down in that story. Like, I want to hear those hear those people's stories and then look at how that money tied into it. Cause you hear people talk about, Oh, I've, I've had success with money and I came from this and went to that. And you're like, can I see like how that works? <laughs> yeah, I want to see the yeah, maths. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I, I've wondered the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll, yeah. Show me. Yeah. Show, show me. me. Show me how show the money's broken down on that. Yeah. Cause am I missing something here? I want to see exactly how much you, you earn a, a year. I want to see all the loans you've ever taken out yeah am, am i really uh, fucking up something here with how i pay my taxes or you know where i put money like do i need to com- can i completely avoid paying for something and how or yeah like uh, how how are you how are you let's say you're a, how are you only a few years older than me or even like a few years younger than me and you've paid off a house worth millions of dollars or whatever and you're driving and like how are you doing that what are you doing like let I want to I want to I want to crunch those numbers. Yeah. I want to, and I want to ask you questions about how the money is coming in, because it, it by not talking about it, it feeds this narrative that I have. I, I feel like the lack of communication around it, uh, from my end. I mean, I'm not blaming anybody else, but I, I find it, I, I find it hard to express myself in terms of spe- specifics of money and my financial situation. It doesn't help. It doesn't. It, it makes it harder, and it makes it much harder for me to really see the reality, see the truth. Mm. I just had this quick thought that <laughs> that maybe there's people listening to this, or that might eventually listen to this, who are like Ethan. You're trying to save to twenty k. That's it. You're thirty one, and you're just trying to save to twenty k. Like, what the fuck's the matter with you? How do you not have a hundred thousand dollars saved away, or yeah. something like that? Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah. Well, you, I'll tell you what, that is the biggest number I've ever had. And I've got the biggest number of uh, the most savings I've ever had in my life in my account right now, which is an accomplishment, is it not? 
and to even get to 20k would be like a big deal mm. for me in a way maybe is there a problem in that mindset that it's like oh 20k is a lot of money it's like well for me it is to get to that point or to even be so frugal that i'm able to live my life the way i am sitting here in the backyard of a beautiful house in queensland drinking tequila every night every night having mexican food hanging out with the babies in the pool looking around different suburbs in brisbane and still saving that money to save up that to 20k which is before going on a two-month trip to asia to be honest like that then touches on the bigger picture for me and the bigger picture is i'm living a pretty cool fucking life i i am have gratitude for the life that i'm living yeah well it's all relative isn't it because you're you're talking about a life that you're living where you know let's compare you and me for a second you you have access to less money but you're looking at how much you have as with gratitude that you've you've had more money pretty much than you've ever had and you're like this is awesome and it makes me feel happy that i've got so much money and then look at me I've got access to 50, 60, uh, maybe even more money that I've got in different areas. If you wanted to, or even let's say back when you had 200K. Yeah. Or, or let's say when I had 200K and then I lost 20K and I went down, and I went down to 180 or whatever. Yeah. But let's, I just want to talk about how I am now where I lost 20K a few days ago and I'm in scarcity. Like I'm, I'm really making an effort to pull myself out of the scarcity mindset. You're looking for cigarette butts in the, in the, uh, in the gutter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, <laughs> and, but I have access to more money than someone who's in an abundance, like in a relatively more abundant mindset than I am. And it's just, I mean, I'm not going to say that. What I want to say is how stupid is it to, to let external narratives dictate how abundant or scarce you feel? Like, why can't we just always feel abundant? Why what would, why can't we always feel abundant? What what would life be like if you just started feeling abundant now? And what does that even mean to you? Uh it's a good damn question, isn't it? Um I just had a thought that my relationship perhaps with the word abundant has led me to have issues in the past Mm, personally. So obviously I came from um, living in Brighton and my mum's a doctor and my dad actually had a pretty successful business for some time and we were quite spoiled as kids and given access to, I mean, we just had a decent amount of money and we, you know, it's not like we were sport brats asking for things all the time, but there was no problem having nice things bought for us and mounds of Christmas presents or birthday presents. And I had a drum kit. I had a bass guitar that I asked for. I went on, I went and did this and that. I don't know. We, I, there were shares that my mum had put away since I was born that I was able to take out when I wanted to first buy a car. I mean, that to me, like you're fucking lucky to even have any of that stuff. I mean, just as much to have shares that you can take out and buy a car with when you first want to buy a car. Like, not everyone can do that. Fuck. Um, but I wonder, then that led me to when I was growing up and I was younger and I first moved out of home and stayed away from my family for years. I hit the point of not having enough money to pay for petrol a couple of times. And I was freaking out at those moments. Mm. Man, it didn't, and it was funny thinking back to it being like, I don't know how to manage money now that I'm by my own, mm. by myself. And so when you talk about abundance... I almost at moments have a negative interpretation of that where abundance ultimately leads to a bit of a downfall for me. Interesting. So for you, it's like abundance means having enough money that's there, but almost like you don't have access to it because it's your family's money. Um. It's it's kind of almost the mentality of like I have so much that I can afford to just to not even consider the the implications of of spending it and sharing it out with without 
um, any limit. So as in like, oh, I'm acting in abundance. Mm. Or let's say I, I'm in a state of abundance. I can pay for everyone's lunch today and dinner tonight and go buy some beers. And tomorrow I'm going to buy a coffee in the morning and I'm going to go out and buy some shoes maybe. And then let's pay for this trip to go to this place. And all of a sudden I look at my bank account after two days. It's like, how did you lose two grand? I wonder if the problem is the overspending or if the problem was the um, the anxiety and worry you felt when you didn't have enough money for petrol. Like, was there a problem until you didn't have enough money for petrol? Um... I get the feeling like there were so many things in motion by that point that I'd started putting money into and the way that I was spending money that it almost just took a matter of like a week or so until like, oh, I just got paid. Okay, great. I'm going to go do the groceries. Let's say I had like $800 in my bank account. And that was after getting paid $500 from like a workplace. And then I go home. I'm like, oh, I've got to go do groceries. Okay, there's $100. Oh, you've got to pay for petrol for the car this week. Okay, that's $50. $150 done. Um, I'm going to go out with the guys on a Tuesday night and spend $50 on food and this. Oh, I'm going to give $50 to this. Um, I've got to pay for this, that, that. And all of a sudden, it got down to like $200. And it's like, dude, hang on. Hit the fucking brakes. Like, you literally have $200. Oh, okay, oh shit, hang on, in a week's time, I'm going to get paid this much, but I've got to pay for the loan that I took out on the BMW, that I, no, no, not BMW, the um, Subaru that I just bought, um, and then I have to pay for this, and I'm going to have $50, but I need to spend $60 on petrol to get to university and back for that week. Fuck. I don't have quite enough money even for petrol, and that's even just... That's mean that's just petrol. Like I can't go out and do anything nice now for the next couple of weeks. So I'm I'm hearing maybe neglect. Definitely a neglect. neglect. A neglect and just like a I'm not gonna worry about money totally. until it starts to really affect me. That is what I initially like at this moment associate with the word abundance, but I really think there's a, there's something powerful in what you're saying where what is the way that you think we could consider consider abundance? Consider abundance. Well, How could we be empowered by the word abundance? Well, wouldn't wouldn't neglect be a form of scarcity? Because you're like you are you are worried about you're so you're actually so concerned about spending money that you don't even want to pay attention to it. You want to you want to ignore it like I, it's not a thing. That's exactly where my head's got been in the past. Mm. Definitely, I felt like. So I've been so scared about money that I actually close my eyes and don't even look at the bank account. See, I reckon I'm on the other side of it. Where you're where watching it I, religiously. I'm, I'm scarce as well. Like I'm feeling like I don't have enough. But yeah, I'm watching I'm watching it all the time. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I hate to look at it. I, Interesting. I just, yeah. I, um, I'm trying to think about it. Like at the moment, I have a rough idea of my bank account one two three four yeah i've almost felt i mean you know i'm getting to a point in life where i can kind of feel balanced with the things that we pay for and i'm still sitting at like this even keel to pay for rent and pay for this and pay for that and the money's accumulating in different areas slowly and gradually i don't like to act too far out of my you know too far from my means was that no that's not what i'm trying to say like um too far like I don't, yeah, I don't like to be too, is it frivolous is the opposite to frugal? Frivolous. Yeah, maybe. Just with frivolous. money and just spending and yeah. just being, oh, working from beyond my means. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know what Spending I'm beyond my means? Yeah, there so. we go. Spending beyond my means. Um, I'm better now. In fact, I am better now because actually that's, so what, what I just mentioned, right, of like pretty much putting my hands over my eyes and just kind of walking through life being like, mm. no, 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 I don't, I don't know. I've got a thousand dollars in the bank again. Oh, I hope it's still there. No, 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 no. It's like, that's yeah. honestly like that. Wow. And I think uh, I've just kind of taken on the responsibility 
of realizing like that's bullshit. Mm. That's that's being scared of something that you really can't afford to be scared of anymore. Especially if not only you were to not be scared of it, but you'd actually become good with money. Like you need yeah. to just be, it needs to be sitting in front of your fucking face at moments. Mm. And then even after that, I'm like, well, I don't even know if that's the empowering way to go about it, but I need to change my mentality about money because this whole hands over the eyes, nah, 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 is bullshit. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. But I also want to mention the difficulty in shifting that and how conditioned it is because I'm speaking about it from the other way and where I'm not, I'm not hands over eyes. My eyes are wide fucking open the whole time. And if you were to ask me to put my hands over my eyes or, you know, put a few of my fingers over my eyes so I can just see a, l- a little bit in between them, it would be super difficult for me. Some days I wake up, I, literally I wake up and the first thought is how much money do I have in my bank account? It's literally the first thought, thought I have. Yeah. That's how, that's how strong it is. Um, I, I want to actually, and just quickly jump in here, like I don't like that idea because it, I feel like I would fixate on finances as, as to being this value of my life. Like that is how I evaluate my life is based on there is a number. And I guess my, I, f- I think that's fucked up. And I guess my fear of being like what you, how you are is that if I take my eye off it, it could go to zero. Yeah. It could, I could lose it all. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I've been fucking close to doing that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, fuck. It's so interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, there was something else I wanted to mention with it though. I mean, it has been, I've just recognized I've needed to transform my mentality around money. Uh, But uh, it's complicated. I know when I look less at money, like when I look at my bank account less and I think about it less, I feel healthier in my relationship. Yeah. I wonder if you feel healthier when you look more at it. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, I'd say look more at it, like not look at it too much, but yeah, look yeah, enough yeah. at it to be like, hang on, uh, we've got to pay for this upcoming, we've got to pay for this, that, okay, this, uh, cool, yeah, well, I mean, that's, I'm comfortable. Mm. So it's more like looking at it and paying attention to it and understanding what's coming in and what's going out and being like, yeah, that's a balance, that's cool, yeah, that feels okay, that's, yeah, that's all right. Which makes sense why Margot's been such a big influence on you because she is all over it I'm, I'm imagining she yeah. knows every cent that she has just yeah pretty much yeah 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 she's like why the f- yeah. <laughs> I mean imagine if I'd met her like that being like putting my hands over my eyes and she's like I fucking turn you know just turn the opposite way and be like well you're just fucking idiotic <laughs> yeah. there's no way I'm dating you I, mean, I, think Kater- I think Katerina's a bit similar to you in that way I-, I feel like she doesn't look at her bank accounts very often and I'm surprised by it because She'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, she'll look at it after a week and she'll be like, oh, yeah. I don't have as much money as I thought I did. Whereas I'm like, you can tell me any hour of the day and I can tell you how much money I've got. <laughs> I always know. But it's, yeah, it's funny. I just, yeah, you go. One, I don't know. You can you can easily rationalize either of them to be more healthy. Like you can look at Margot and be like, "Wow, what a healthy relationship with money! She's saved so much money. She she counts every cent. Like that's amazing." Um, and then you can look at you know your relationship and be and be like, "Oh yeah, that's great." He doesn't have to look at his bank account. He doesn't attribute any of his self esteem, any of his value towards money. But both of them are like the same two sides of the same coin, potentially. It, where you, you know there's long periods of acting out of scarcity the expression is just different yeah the expression's different but i personally feel like i don't like to define myself and my life through how much money i have and watching margot i worry at moments how much anxiety it fills her with having this fixation mm-hmm. on a, on financial wealth and generating money. And I just think like you're, it, it, 
people run the risk of becoming a slave to a life that is purposed for generating wealth without realizing what actually creates meaning and, and significant moments for mm-hmm. them and that it's not really in those moments that they're generating fixating on generating wealth yeah i agree with i agree with that like that sentiment you might agree with it's different to try and do it you know live it practically maybe well there's yeah i agree with but there, yeah there's two sides to it there's two sides there's, to it <clears throat> there's love there's fun there's compassion there's meditation and then there's money and then there and is money there's money there's practicality yeah and it's you oh. know you can't yeah. you can't ignore either of them. No, and I mean, like you said it before, like having met Margot and lived with her and been on this journey of growth together, she has empowered me with money, and I feel so much more comfortable in my life now. I mean, I might not be able to contribute as much to a deposit on a house as she can, but I feel so much more comfortable with money now and how to generate money even in the business and even go about just growing and feeling comfortable around money. Um, I mean, I'm probably very ever, ever so slowly getting better at asking people in repayment for my services for mm. work that I do. That's a hard, that's another conversation I'd love to have. That's <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a whole other one that, I mean, man, I could fucking talk about that for ages, but cause I've hated talk i've hated I, I love the idea once again you know coming back to giving my energy mm. i love the idea of going out in the world and being like oh you're trying to build a house here on this vacation that i'm just uh, on the fucking road doing and i'm like how about i just stick around for a week and help you guys build this house and then i come back and i've got the same mentality here where i'm like oh there's a guy that i was training where i'm like why don't i go and just go to the park with you because you've been asking about how to do you know running drills and this and that like can I, how about I just do it for free? And I treated his neck the other day at the gym. I'm like, just come down for half an hour. I'll do it for free. And I feel so much more compelled to do things for free often. But I feel like I, I want to move into a space where I feel more comfortable saying, no, nah, no, nah, it's worth a bit of money here. Like, I yeah. hope that you understand that and respect that notion because it empowers me in my life to provide for my life and my family. Mm. And that even, and that makes me even feel better than the fact yeah. that I'm just giving generously without expecting anything in um Yeah, I guess if you could repayment. frame it like yeah, you're you're offering something to them and in return that's an that is an expectation. It's a it's it's actually sort of a boundary where uh because I guess you're strangers and um you need to support a family and want to buy a house, all that kind of stuff, there is there is an expectation that um, that I, that you get something in return for your services. I still feel weird talking about that. Uh, uh, this this whole idea of exchanging money for services, but that's my my perception of it is is I think wrong. What are you talking about? Like what you're just talking about, doing something and then receiving money for it. You feel weird about it. Very weird about it. What's an example? Osteopathy, like. Oh, as in you want to try to treat someone and then you feel weird about expecting someone to pay you money back for it. Yeah, like I haven't figured out a way to perceive that as a wholesome thing to do. Where, because I, because you know, we're just we're talking about expectations. Like, why should I, why should I go into some something with the idea that I'm going to help someone, or I'm going to help to heal someone? Mm. Uh, and then money comes into it. Like, what the hell does money have to do with healing? Yeah, now, I, that's a big. I, I know I'm missing. Well. I'm missing something because there's a bunch of people around the world. Not a bunch. There's almost every, all the all, all people that are helping people, all people that are that are human humanitarians, ask for some sort of financial compensation uh, as a uh, as a result of what they're doing, and they're thinking on the same level as me. So they've figured out a way. To move beyond that, I just haven't figured it out. I'm with you on that. I um, I've told you about my friend James, the one that I did the um, the juice fast with. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just on. The, I told you I was on the on a phone call with him and Sam, and I asked him about money because I I'm so curious about his relationship with money. Um, 
I shouldn't have mentioned his name, but because well, anyway, I don't think he'll, he'll listen to this anyway. Because <laughs> um, he's you know he's big into privacy. I really maybe we can dub over the top of him. And go beep. <laughs> um, and <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't because he's he's mentioned it. He's mentioned it to me a few times that he'd prefer if I didn't you know share this because it's sort of sacred to him. But is there a way you can just mention the principle of how he might? Yeah. All right. He just, he just. I'm saying it in an amazing way. Like I, I have so much respect. Yeah, so of course. It's just how he handles it. He um, he was just saying that he wants to make. When he comes back to Australia, he's like, okay, I want to start healing people in whatever that means. I want to start treating people as a therapist in the way that I feel feel appropriate, and I want this amount of money because I deserve it. I'm worth it. Uh, I f- uh, and I feel like what I'm offering is awesome and it's absolutely worth two, uh, $250 for an hour. And that's, yeah, that's what I want to happen. And I was listening to it. I'm like, that's awesome to get to that point. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, I, it is. I want to, I want to learn yeah. how to be, how, how to think like that and to be like, I'm worth it. I'm worth, uh, I'm worth earning this amount of money. The, this amount of money that I want to support the life that I want. You know, on first impressions, when you say that, I feel there's an element of just walking the walk. Yeah. Or, yeah, walking the walk and talking the talk before, uh, just whilst you, and then as as you do it, realizing why you're worth that, or mm. or starting to fulfill that expectations of like, I, this is actually why I am worth that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, like it's like what. What makes you worth it? Yeah. Thinking yeah. you're worth it. That's well, really it. yeah. Because I mean, can I just say like I operate on the other end of that where I charge $40 for an hour small group training, which I mean, I try to make it up by having more than one, you know, two people in the same hour, but it ends up being a pain in the ass to try juggle even three people at the same time with the people that I train. And then I have to pay $15 rent for that. And it's like... You know, I think I actually end up fucking myself a bit there. And I have gone into work a bunch of times and had these thoughts where I'm like, I am a fucking doctor of osteopathy and worked as an anatomy teacher at university and have all these different skills. Like, I'm really shortchanging myself here. And I think it's taking a toll on me mentally to think I'm worth still at this point in my life, $40 for the hour with you to do this thing. Like, it's me wanting to be very generous and to say, yes, I will offer this service to you. You can come in like I'm here to look out for you guys, but I'm fucking myself in the process and eventually have resent for it. I guess, yeah, the, and the thing that James said that I resonated with was he's like $250 is a, like a good value and the, and the, I believe that people that pay that amount will feel like they got value out of it. Yeah, I love that as well. That's... I agree with it. And I mean, even from this point onwards, not even just the, this point, but it's it's a gradual change for me. I think it's something very significant to put some time and energy into to working in, to just being yeah. like, I am worth this much to do this. I want to I move in the same direction. The other, the other thing he said is like, that $250 that I'm charging isn't just the hour. It's all that. Oh, it's that whole week yes. that I'm putting into, that I'm reading that I'm that I'm being self-aware that I'm you know doing all these things yeah. that are helping me to provide service that's what they're paying for they're not yeah. paying for just the hour yeah I, I think about that as well that on the other, other side of it when I've charged even $60 for osteo treatments people I wonder if people are looking at that being like must be a cheap shitty service that guy's fucking <laughs> yeah. running yeah you're fucking dead on you want to see the babies in the pool yeah let's, let's just call it so keen to yeah I, I am keen as well yeah Good chat. That this was, was a good one. That was a good one. It's an interesting. There's there's much more to talk about. There is. I hope we can remember what we didn't touch on that you said a moment ago it was a whole other conversation. It was the well. It was the self. It was the worth. How much money you're worth. That is a whole other conversation. Still, I'd love to talk about that. Yeah. I hope we can remember that. Thank you very much for listening. We're conscious ambition, and uh, we'll be back. And visit us out on... We've got a fucking Facebook group page now, right? If any of you made it to the end... Which no one ve- ever I'm very thankful. Probably. I know... Look, I, I know Juz listens to this and I... If he actually does listen I feel to like, it, can he comment on the Facebook page and say, yeah, I heard the end of it? I feel like he listens to them in, in its entirety. 
if you do, Juz, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> and anyone else that listen that's listened to the whole thing, like, yeah, really, really grateful. Yeah, we are very grateful, and I really do think this is something powerful. I'd love to have other people involved with, or just I, we love to do this, and we hope it gives something. We'd love to know what it gives to you. Yeah, and also fuck you. Fuck you. Also fuck you if you if you got to the end of this, <laughs> because I'm so comfortable in your presence <laughs> that you know me in and out. If you got to this end of this podcast. I'm comfortable enough to say fuck you. I can't wait for someone motherfucker. To I can't wait for someone to walk up to us one day and and, and recount some shit that we said. Where I'm like, fuck, did I say that? That's some seriously personal shit. Yeah. He's like, oh, how you, how's your relationship with your dad? Have you started talking <laughs> to him again? I'm like, oh, yeah, you listen to the podcast. Hey, um, yeah, I'm still in an absolute t- turmoil with that. Yeah, it's actually worse. Yeah, now. It's actually worse now. <laughs> Thanks for learning that. Yeah. All right. Bye.